so we raised our we raised we knew that we are in a competitive field so we couldn't do with say 100000 dollars or for a smaller amount so right. we started with uh, we we took our first funding of 3 million dollars in early 2015 from uh, sat partners okay uh and i noticed now you're at a series d yeah okay so in total i think uh, 150 million Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they built and launched their businesses. So, sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Are you ready to take it to the top? All right, hello everyone and welcome to episode number 77 of Taking You to the Top. My guest today is Amit Kumar Agarwal. He's the founder and CEO of nobroker.com. Amit, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So Amit, to get us started, could you possibly share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know? Uh I think what most people don't know about me is that uh, I am a sports enthusiast not only in terms of watching but also playing a lot of people think that I am more to do with work but I enjoy sports I was a badminton champion and I play a lot of squash uh, for the past 10 years now Wow okay um and to get us a bit you know to, to understand your background a bit better could you tell us a bit more about what you did before starting nobroker.com Yeah so I am basically an engineer uh, from IIT Kanpur and uh, then I did my MBA from IIM Ahmedabad and then for almost so I I worked for 2 years as a software engineer uh, looks like a previous life of mine and uh, then for almost a decade I was with management consulting uh, price water house coopers and I enjoyed uh, consulting a lot uh so i continued there and then after after a decade i uh, then shifted to australian new zealand bank anz bank as a head of strategy worked there for 2 years the job was very comfortable i left it then i started no broker okay and um what was the reasoning behind starting no broker because from my understanding this is a, a real estate play so how did you go from working at a bank to Uh, a real estate company uh so so more than real estate i think this was more to do with the problem with the customer problem that me and my friends also faced so in india brokers charge huge amount of money uh, for only connecting to people uh, and uh, they don't uh, really help customers their objective is to mainly to close the deal in india there is no regulation the government doesn't identify broker as a profession so there is no accountability and basically whenever i and as well as my friends whenever we shifted houses we felt that we are paying a huge amount of brokerage to a half educated broker who is who acts as a part time grocery shop owner and part time as a broker and makes right. tons of money 
for just connecting to people and you just couldn't understand as to why uh, in this age of technology people should be paying so much of brokerage and hence we picked up this problem it happened to be in, in this large market of real estate uh, but uh, we attacked the problem statement um is this for both renting and buying yes this is for both renting and out of curiosity on average what per- what percentage do these brokers charge so in india a typical rental agreement contract is for 11 months uh, and they charge one month of brokerage one month of rent from both sides each which basically means wow. two months of rent for a 11 month contract 2 by 11 is 18 percentage transaction cost 18 percentage is one of the highest in the world absolutely yeah and yeah. so how does nobroker.com solve this problem so what nobroker does is it basically uh, connects it it first of all it bans brokers so we have a very sophisticated algorithm in which uh, whenever a broker registers he will not be able to use the platform he will his properties will not be visible to the public he, he will not be able to take any contact uh, of any property so first of all the first uh, the first step is to ban brokers which basically leaves only the genuine owners and the genuine tenants and buyers now owner can post property a tenant and buyer can fetch it and they can connect with each other directly without any broker in between we charge for value added services we charge for some premium uh, services but uh, apart from that the platform is entirely free well uh, before i ask about the premium services um it's quite interesting that you ban brokers but is there not some kind of way that a broker tries to get in without you know labeling himself as a broker uh no so in in india brokers basically try many methods uh, and uh, they they continuously try to breeze the system but today with a very large size that we have today we have cumulative 12 million customers registered on the platform in the past wow. few years and even at this size you will not be able to find any broker so if you contact on if you click on 100 phone numbers right now on no broker you will not find a single guy as a broker so it's basically lot of algorithm lot of machine learning that we have used and we are very so we are always one step ahead of brokers brokers try to breach it but we are always one step ahead okay so it's not sort of the type of questions you ask at registration that blocks them it's other no, no it is not about no it's not about the type of questions it about it's about their digital behavior it's about the uh, data crumbs which basically a broker leaves on the platform um, okay. which basically enables us to catch him all right so uh, back to the premium model um what are the premium services you're offering and how much on average do they cost so the premium services uh basically cost uh, 16 uh, of a typical uh, brokerage uh, uh so the services are that for example we are right now busy in this phone call we want to say brokerage but uh, you may not be having so much time that uh, you will uh, keep on contacting owners or keep on contacting tenants so we have a phone relationship manager concept in which okay. uh, the relationship manager sits in the office in one centralized office in bangalore there is no physical force that we have because it saves us money and that cost saving of course goes to the customer 
So he, this phone relationship manager basically will take your requirement and with the help of technology, he will push up, he will push the matching properties to your app, which you can select, deselect. And then this person will help you arrange say back-to-back meetings on a Sunday evening, 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, okay. so this is some subscription related services then we are also into very strong into packers and movers painting cleaning furniture mm-hmm. rental home loans uh, insurance and uh, the entire gamut of services which comes along with uh, real estate and we are very strong in it fantastic okay that makes sense and what year did you launch the company 2014 yes okay and um if I'm not mistaken, according to LinkedIn, company team size today is 1,000 plus employees? Yes, yes. Um, that's, first of all, that's incredible. Congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. But 1,000 employees from 2014, I mean, were, did you carry on these employees from some other project that you were working on? Or this is from scratch? So this is basically from scratch. When we started in 2014, uh, we were basically only three founders and one employee. That's all that we had. And uh, in the first year, in 2014, when I left my job and we were bootstrapping, no broker, uh, then we, we were only four people. And then slowly, I basically hired some uh, work from home uh, moms who used to work half a day uh, okay. in the initial first year. <laughs> And after we got some bit of funding, then we we had our first office. Before that, there was no office. We used to work from home, which is pretty popular now, but it wasn't so much exactly. then. <laughs> and uh, then from 2015 onwards, we slowly started adding people. Our business basically grew. We got into from rental, we started buy and sell. Then from residential, we went into commercial. And then we went into all the gamut of home services, which I just spoke about. Uh, and now we are also very strong in financial services. So it basically slowly, uh, it gradually grew and our, and our customers also grew a lot. So today we are adding uh, almost 400,000 new customers per month. Per month? Yeah. Incredible. All right, Amit, let's take a quick break to thank our first sponsor, then we'll jump into the economics. Our first sponsor is a company called TopTal. They have a global network to top talent in business, design, and technology that enables companies to scale their teams on demand. TopTal serves thousands of clients, including Fortune 500 companies and innovative startups, delivering expertise and world-class solutions at an unparalleled success rate with elite freelancers in over 100 countries. TopTal connects a top 3% screen list of the world's top talent with leading companies in days, not weeks. Visit toptal.takingyoutothetop.io. That's T-O-P-T-A-L dot taking you to the top.io and get an 80-hour no-risk trial period so you only have to pay if you're satisfied with the work. Get started hiring with TopTal today. All right, so Amit, to get into the economics briefly, you mentioned that you were bootstrapped. When did you raise your first dollar of capital? So we raised our, we raised, we knew that we are in a competitive field, so we couldn't do with say $100,000 or, or a smaller amount. So right. we started with, uh, we, we took our first funding of $3 million in early 2015 from uh, SAC Partners. Okay. 
Uh, and I notice now you're at a Series D. Yeah. Okay, so in total, I think uh, 150 million raised. Yes. And uh, what would you say is like, where where did you put that funding into as the most important sector of the business? So, uh, of course, rental comes first. And then uh, uh, in the past one year or so, the buy and sell segment has been doing great. And lately, uh, the financial services and the, uh, the home services are doing mind-blowingly well because every customer who takes a house needs to shift and hence, to, hence needs to use packers and movers. So from the segment, I think it slowly over the years, it expanded and our total addressable market also became larger and larger, which also increased our possible revenue pool. Uh, in terms of exact distribution, I think it is more towards marketing and then towards building technology uh, uh, and people and hiring good people who can lead these teams. Okay, got it. And uh, this question usually makes guests slightly uncomfortable, but it's fine if you can't share. But could you give us sort of an idea of annual revenue? Uh, no, no, this one I will have to skip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, got it. And have you thought or is it your sort of plan to sell the company down the road? Uh, no, our objective is to basically run it uh, as much as we can. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and ideally, I would want to keep it running, running <laughs> till, I, <laughs> till I retire. Uh, the objective is to basically make it very large. Okay. Got it. And... Um, this next section, it's more to understand how this all started. So the, the validation process and marketing. So in the beginning, how did you validate the idea? How did you know that this was a requirement? Is it just because you were tired of brokers or did you go through an actual validation process to see, to test the market before launching? So we basically did uh, both the thing. One is that as customers, we had this experience. Mm -hmm. And then also, uh, we also realized that uh, we, we spoke to more and more people around us. Uh, and then we also did small basic surveys in which we, we asked customers uh, as to what is it, whether this hypothesis of ours is true or not. And, they, and although we thought that we as a consumers know everything, but we basically found very, very interesting insights when we spoke to customers. For example, to, to give an example, we mm -hmm. thought saving brokerage is the main issue. But what people told us was that a broker helps them do legal documentation also, the rental agreement. And it might seem just a piece of paper in small formality, but it is an administrative hassle which the broker handles. And hence they asked mm -hmm. us that if you want to remove broker, will you help us do that? Uh, which made us realize that okay, oh yeah, this is something that we need to offer. So now we offer, we, we start off the opening rental agreement and legal documentation services also. Yeah. But to answer your question, yes, we did validate it and it helped us a lot. Okay. And you mentioned that a bulk of the funding goes towards marketing. What would you say is your top marketing channel? Uh, so... From that perspective, our top marketing channel is word of mouth, which is free. Uh, because the more customers like you, the more uh, they come. I think uh -huh. this market, as far as 
paid marketing channels are concerned i think they have varied over years when we started we were mainly into google ads and facebook ads and then slowly we realized that to reach out to more and more customers especially owners who are aged um, uh, and hence who who are not that online savvy we need to reach them through offline means we started with uh, btl activities which included radio ads hoardings billboards uh, and no parking boards and so on past two years two two and a half years we have also realized that if you have some funds which we now we have got Uh, the tv ads also make a lot of sense because tv or ads have a very good reach and if you have a decent customer base that helps you uh, increase the recall value for the old customers and attract the new customers for the past couple of years tv ads is something that we are also included in our uh, marketing channels okay so try try to take yourself back to 2014 can you remember how you got your first non referred customer non referred <laughs> meaning uh, no word of mouth allowed <laughs> so i think it was more of chance see earlier the the first referred customers were basically friends and family who used it and mm-hmm. i think then someone out of them must have spoken to someone else uh, whom we did not know directly and then those couple of those customers came on the platform just to test it the great thing about uh, about the startups and about the in online based startups is that there's a huge there's a decent set of customers who love to try something new <laughs> right which we call which we call as initial adopters and mm. uh, they will they are the ones who will teach you they are the ones who will write long emails about how you can make your product better they are the ones who will give you feedback without any uh, bad intent and i think uh, when we started in bangalore there were a lot of such customers who were it savvy who were who were our initial adopters and who gave us feedback i we remember having long email exchanges to uh, to and fro uh, discussing in a way learning from customers as to how to make our product better i mean it makes absolute sense because um i have a mini startup of my own and it's amazing that the customers are the ones who are catching the issues not me exactly <laughs> and so it makes sense so initial adopters still word of mouth but how about uh after the initial adopters so the after the initial adopters then our objective was see in our case there are two sets of customers owners who are aged and uh, then the then the tenants who are younger so after hmm. that i think the thing which worked for us was mainly online marketing uh, okay. which was google ads facebook ads which worked for us and then to target specific physical localities we use is no parking stickers so no parking board that many of the people keep outside their house saying they don't park here uh, okay. and you basically sponsored to no broker so that was also something which basically worked really well for us uh, well, that's very so we, interesting we, but i didn't quite <laughs> catch it so you would put your branding on the no park stickers it, so what happens is suppose suppose you have your own uh apartment say on the ground floor not not okay. in an apartment building but an individual house of yours uh okay. say a ground say, say a one floor uh one floor or two floor house on a lane now what many people do is that they on their gate they 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 are okay to put a small uh, uh sticker or or a small semi permanent uh, thing in which you write 
in bold letters that no parking that parking okay. not allowed don't park your vehicle here and we we used to basically make it for them and and hang it there free of cost and say no parking no broker <laughs> <laughs> very smart okay and um do you go out of your way these days to seek press paid or free press uh so paid press is something that we have not tried and we also basically feel that that customers and even outsiders are pretty smart to understand which ones are the paid press so paid press we sure. have not tried but yes the free press in terms of interacting with the journalists because they also need content now that our website is pretty big uh, and we are able to tell about the trends that we are seeing in real estate they remain in touch with us we also remain in touch with them and we are decently uh, uh, covered in indian as well as international press okay and are you using any specific sites to get in touch like haro help a reporter out type website no not as of now um and do you do do many podcasts uh not much unfortunately <laughs> because um it would be interesting i usually like to know this in terms of how effective founders think podcasts can be um but i guess not uh so uh, i have heard couple of podcasts from some good indian founders uh, mm-hmm. and and i believe what happens is that the difference which i have noticed uh, in a podcast versus reading some article is that a podcast becomes more like a free flowing conversation right so sure. uh, so it doesn't uh, give you a lot of opportunity to think a lot or write a very perfect answer so it seems to be much more uh, natural much more much less formal and much more informative uh, whenever uh, i would say for podcast in general absolutely all right amit uh, let's take another quick break to thank our second sponsor then we'll wrap up Our second sponsor is a company called Bluehost. If you have a business idea and simply want to put it out there, you'll need a domain name and a flexible WordPress site that needs to be hosted on a reliable server. Bluehost is your one-stop shop for all things web hosting. From design and marketing services to easy-to-use website builders, they are with you every step of the way. Thanks to their 24/7, 365 days a year live support, which you can get via chat, phone, and email, and any and all questions you have can be answered in no time at all. Bluehost offers unlimited disk space and bandwidth, an easy-to-use control panel, one-click WordPress installs, and more. Visit bluehost.takingyoutothetop.io today. That's b l u e h o s t dot taking you to the top dot i o and get a free domain name for the first year, and you'll also get free SSL security certificate with any of their affordable hosting packages. Start your entrepreneurial journey with Bluehost today. Okay, Ahmed. So to to wrap up. Um, usually in the beginning of podcasts we're always talking about the successes but is there something that you are currently struggling with in your business uh thankfully what has happened with no broker 
concept is it because we help people save money uh, so it hasn't so generally consumers have been in uh, have liked us what he struggled briefly last year was because of covid when the physical lockdown happened in the country in the country and hence when you couldn't come out of your house uh, mm-hmm. and search for uh, for rental homes or for buy and sell homes there was a temporary blip but i i believe in the in the broader sort, sort of things it's perfectly fine to answer your question i think see we have after 7 years of journey in indian real estate we have broadly figured figured out how to make money what should be the business revenue model what should be the different products and services i think we are broadly there for us what is most important is that we should not be uh, complacent at all uh so that is something which uh, which i need to and me and my co-founders we need to we keep keep on telling each other and that i think is our is going to be our biggest challenge because the players who were the online players who were before us the problem with them was that they became complacent after after their own 5 7 years of journey and they felt that they have figured it out they know what customer wants but the truth is that the customer preferences keep on changing and in this online world the change the change is happening even more faster so our preceded uh, uh, they they what they missed was that the world is changing at least in india from an online property search using broker to a world in which people want to search properties online without without a broker and save cost similarly we need to be cautious as to what the customers are wanting after this and customers only need to tell us so what we do to overcome this is that we keep on listening to customers so every idea about home services financial services came from consumers consumers in some of the phone calls said that how about do you do this do you do that and from those ideas we picked it and are you actively reaching out with your customers in, i mean for example do you get on calls with customers just as a general chat to understand more or is it during a transaction no so we have because we are not into a b2b business we are into a c2c business so right. and because we have 400000 customers so customers in terms of number are huge uh, what practically what we what we do is as founders is we are much more interested in listening about complaints and things that we did not do well rather than praises so every complaint which a customer does uh, comes to our email box so if okay. you if any customer who writes on twitter or facebook anywhere if you write it will come to it will come to my mailbox and then there will be a root cause analysis for it we will we will do what we what we can do to improve it uh, um, i speak to many of the customers when i am not able to understand as to what was the issue really so then I speak to uh, the customers so i think it's a mixture of email and speaking to the customers but we are super careful about it and uh, we want to know what mistakes we are doing because things keep on changing systems keep on evolving and we need to keep on becoming better every day absolutely all right amit uh where's the best place for people to get in touch with you if they want to learn more uh so my email address is very simple amit@nobroker.com a m i t amit@nobroker.com so very yep. happy to receive the email and your website just nobroker.com yes perfect All right, are you ready for the famous five? <laughs> okay. All right. Number 1, what's your favorite business book? Hard thing about hard things. All right. Number 2, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh so I love 
uh, Archit from Clear Tax. That is Clear Tax. Tax. All right. Uh, number three. Uh, what's your favorite online tool for growing your business? Uh, I think it's Google AdWords. Google AdWords. All right. Number four. What's something you wish you knew when you were twenty? To start investing uh, early. Yeah. And the final question: How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Thankfully, seven hours. Good sleep. Perfect. Well, Amit, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I hope a year from now we could have a follow-up call just to to see where the company's grown and what new things you're working on. Sure. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you, Amit. Have a good one. As a valued listener of the Taking You to the Top podcast, you're in good company. It has also been said that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That being said, by subscribing to this podcast, you'll spend your time with Rami and a collection of the world's brightest thinkers and founders. All you have to do now is to push the subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening platform, and you'll be consistently learning from the very best. Thanks for watching today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on any of the available podcast platforms so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you have an extra minute, leaving a review would help us grow.